What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Gaming 24-7. Mojo 5 Broadcasting worldwide on Republic Broadcasting Network, Mojo 50 Radio, Patriot Nation Radio Network. From my studio in downtown Belfont, Pennsylvania, I am your Thursday host of the National Intel Report, Liberty Lighthouse. I'm Peter Seraphine. Now, no matter where you are watching or listening from, I need you to uh, take a second, share the link out, tell everybody what you're listening to where to find it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. They help us beat the algorithms because nobody wants to hear our voices. Free speech, wherever you find it, must be supported. You can contact me personally by visiting liberty-lighthouse.com and uh, email at libertylighthouse1776 at gmail.com. Tonight we've got... Uh, Scott Thompson from Right to Bear Insurance joining us at the bottom of the first hour. And then he and I, are, we're going to talk about some of the changes in, in gun laws recently. Because there's some big stuff going on in gun laws around the country, and it, it's worth talking about. And then at the top of the second hour, I got Michael Bollenton from uh, Adding Context, the Adding Context podcast and addingcontext.com. But first, I want to tell you about some some recent changes to my own website, liberty-lighthouse.com. The most exciting thing to me is the launch of my new private label supplement brand, Liberty Lighthouse Wellness. So I'm starting with just five labels, and then hopefully I'll add more later, but right now it's just five. I've got a multivitamin. I've got quercetin plus zinc if you, if you want to boost up your immune system. I've got some CBD oil. I'm not a big fan of the stuff, but it is popular, so I figured put it out there. And i got a male boost and a female boost. And they're all labeled with my own Liberty Lighthouse label, and uh, I'm excited about that. They're all American-made. They're all made in, in, in the United States in good manufacturing certified locations, and FDA approved and all that kind of stuff. And the the uh, CBD oil is is organic and and all kinds of you know non GMO and all that kind of stuff. So it's good stuff. 
very high quality stuff, a little pricey. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a little pricey if you compare it to the stuff that you can get down the street. But um, it's it's really good quality stuff, and that's that's I think it's worth the price. I've been taking it for a little over a month now, and uh, yeah. anyway, hey, Mike, producer Mike, there's a bad echo coming back to my monitor headphones, and I don't know if it's getting broadcast out in the live stream that way. But if it is, that sucks. So can you see if you can figure that out? I'd appreciate it. In addition to the launch of the the, uh, the new supplement line, I've also started a points reward program. So I'm calling it the, uh, the, the Liberty Lighthouse Loyalty, so the triple L points program. And with the points that you earn when you buy stuff at Liberty Lighthouse, Liberty-Lighthouse.com, you can uh, you can buy discounts and you can get free shipping and all kinds of stuff like that. So fun and exciting stuff in my eyes. I spent a bunch of time doing this. I'm pretty happy about it. I gotta say, I got some great T-shirts at Liberty-Lighthouse.com. Click the shop button and the T-shirts. Some some great quotes. Some great observations. I, I think I did a good job on him, but that's just me. So that is, I think that's it. Liberty Lighthouse Wellness points. Oh, if you become a member, that's that's right. If you click the member button when you go to the website, you click that member button and sign up and become a member, you'll automatically be awarded some points in the Liberty Lighthouse Loyalty Program and enough points to get you a 10% discount. So, and you can also download copies, you know, a free ebook of my first book, which, you know, hey, free is good, right? So that's it for the updates to my own website, liberty-lighthouse.com. Please check it out in your spare time. Now I want to go on to a thanks. I have thanks going out to all of the people who reached out and called my local talk radio station, WRSC. 95.3 95.3 WRSC, the, the new talk radio station in Center County, Pennsylvania. A few weeks ago, I put out here on air, I said, hey, you live in the Center County area of Pennsylvania, please call this radio station. And several of you have contacted me and said that you just that you called in and you, want, you told them that you wanted to hear me on the local airwaves. And I greatly appreciate that. If you still haven't done that and you want to, one number to the offices is 814-943-6112. And just tell me you want to hear Peter Seraphine and his Liberty Lighthouse on the WRSC airwaves. And with that, along with that, going along with it, support all of your talk show hosts, your, your video live streamers, your podcasters, especially the ones that do live broadcasting. If you want to hear them on local radio, Call your local radio station and tell them. If they're an RBN show or an RBN host, they can pick up the feed for free through the the KU satellite band and become an affiliate of RBN. No charge whatsoever. And that is, you know, free content and from local hosts and stuff like that. So it's a win-win if you ask me. So if you like, if you like your show host, you like a, sh- a particular show reach out to that local radio station and tell them that they can get content for free through a satellite feed 
they will like that, I'm sure. So like I said, at the bottom of this first hour, we've got um, Michael Bolinton from Adding Context. No, that's the top of the second hour. The, the bottom of the first hour is uh, uh, Scott Thompson from Right to Bear Insurance. And we're going to talk about gun laws. And I don't know if you've been paying any uh, attention, but yeah, there is uh, a bunch of things that have changed in the world of guns. How's that? Did I get rid of the echo? Oh my God, I did. I figured it out. Mike, I figured it out. It's picking up me through the uh, feed where you come into the live stream. And that echo is getting rebroadcast. Sorry, it took me a minute. Thank you very much, Mr. Steiner, for pointing it out, um, even though I could hear it in my own monitor headphones. Anyway, um, with that, uh, since we figured that out, I'm going to take that opportunity to uh, do a commercial break. Be back in about six. I'm proud to be partnering with Cedar Mill Fine Firearms. Cedar Mill Fine Firearms does some of the coolest firearms cases you'll find anywhere. Have you ever wanted to carry your AR-15 discreetly? How about a rifle case that looks like a guitar case until you open it up? Go to cedarmillfirearms.com and use the code LIGHTHOUSE the next time you're looking for a cleaning kit or a case to carry your firearms. That's cedarmillfirearms.com and use the code LIGHTHOUSE. I love Cedar Mill Fine Firearms, and I want one of those guitar-shaped uh, rifle cases. I do. So if you really like me, you know, give me one of those for my birthday or something. I'd appreciate it. It looks awesome. Anyway, so big news in the world right now seems to be Tucker Carlson releasing some of the January 6th videos. Right? Well... We already knew it. We already saw it, right? Those of us that had our eyes open and didn't automatically jump to the, oh, it's the worst insurrection in history. We'd already seen a lot of these videos, or at least the, the, the gist of them. We had already seen the people walking in through the velvet ropes, through the, the, the hall of whatever they call it, Statuary Hall. We got it. But now, so... Uh, not, uh, what's his name? Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. He he makes the videos available to Tucker Carlson, and Tucker Carlson is releasing them like two minutes at a time or something like that. And the people on the left side of the world are are I don't know. They're name calling to Tucker, and even the people on the far right are name calling to Tucker. The far left is saying that, you know, he's destroying the narrative of the, you know, he's, he's making light of the worst days since the Civil War. And the people on the far right are like, hey, Tucker, you've got them. Why don't you just release them all? Why are you doing this, you know, two minutes at a time thing? I mean, obviously, Tucker doesn't need, you know, a ginormous ratings boost. He's already the most popular cable news show uh, on air. He clearly doesn't need more money. So why doesn't he just release it all out? That's that's the question. Um, my thing about it is, like, what I'm not seeing is what I've been saying since the beginning of this January 6th stuff. And that's the, the, the destruction of due process. 
Oh, and by the way, <laughs> this is a call-in show. Didn't mention that at the top of the hour. The echo in my ears was really confusing me. It is a call-in show. If you'd like to call in and uh, agree with me, disagree with me, whatever you want, argue with me, just don't cuss. This is broadcast out there. You know, FCC rules apply. No foul language. But 512-248-8252 or 800-313-9443. And I'd really like to hear your opinion of the 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 release of this video stuff with Tucker Carlson. See, I think that anybody should be able to see this and immediately go, um, well, it doesn't matter. No matter what side of your aisle, even if it was the worst day since the Civil War, that doesn't give us the right to deny the, the rights and benefits, the privileges of being an American citizen to those that, that are being charged. And that's exactly what happened. So take that QAnon shaman, shaman guy, you know, the one with the big horns and the buffalo head or whatever. You know, he, he pled down to a plea deal because they were threatening him with decades in jail. But neither he nor his attorneys had seen any of these videos. And the videos that Tucker has released, well, they go right along with what Mr. Uh, January 6th shaman was saying. They, it's corroborating evidence. It's exculpatory collaborate. Wow. Words are hard. It's exculpatory evidence that, that collaborates the story that he was telling. But he wasn't allowed to see it. He wasn't allowed to share it. He couldn't put that in the courtroom. So now he pled guilty to a lesser offense. What are the chances that in that plea deal, there's some type of a stipulation where he can't ever, under any circumstances, bring it back to court? So this guy was railroaded into a three and a half, almost four year sentence, 41 months, three and a half years in jail. Even though our government was hiding evidence. The prosecutors in our country are required by law, required by the Brady Act, I think it's the Brady Act, to produce any and all evidence that they have access to, whether it's whether it's good for them or bad for them. Any prosecutor in this country who comes across any piece of evidence has to make it available to the defendant. 41,000 hours worth of video footage was not available to those defendants. With that footage an exact timeline of the movements and whereabouts of every one of those defendants could be spelled out. Right? So that is what I don't understand. Why that isn't being made a big deal? Why isn't every news organization, every, whether it's print, broadcast, I don't care, anybody who gives a rats behind about this country should be screaming about that. There are still 50 defendants in the D.C. Gulag. Another 100 
in federal prisons around the country. And hundreds more on, you know, house detainment or house arrest or, you know, ankle monitors and stuff. Many of them have been tried and railroaded through a system without being able to produce this evidence. That is not American. That is not what our country is supposed to be. Guilty or not, that's not how our system works. And I personally think that we have, we, the people, we've reached a storm the Bastille moment right now. All that footage is being released. Why aren't there tens of thousands of people outside that D.C. gulag right now screaming and demanding that these people be released or at the very least be given a, a new trial with the evidence that has been that, that has been made public. If you don't believe in justice and you don't believe in the justice system as it's spelled out in our rights, in our constitution, well that's the most fundamental American thing there is. Not the justice system as it operates today. The justice system as it is spelled out on paper. We're not even doing that. If the release of this video showing these people nonchalantly walking around, showing Capitol Police opening doors for these people that are now in jail, giving them a guided tour of the building, not being threatening at all, being docile and calm and polite, praying in the, in the Senate chamber or the House chamber, I forget which one it was. If that is not allowed to be used in the defense, then our justice system is gone. It's not broken. It's gone. Like I said, it's a storm the Bastille moment. We, it's unheard of, un, uncomprehendable. We cannot allow this to happen. I don't like to call for violence, and I'm not trying to call for violence. I am trying to say, say storm the Bastille. I know that sounds like I'm calling for violence. I'm, that's not what I mean. But I mean, make your voice heard. Gather in large groups. This is... I don't even know where to go. Like, I, this is too far. This is... Even if everybody in prison is guilty, this is not how our system is supposed to work. And this should upset everybody left, right, center. I don't care. The, the most far-left crazy socialist, the most far-right Nazi, whatever, I don't care. This should upset you. This is the collapse of the American system. Go back to COVID. I thought that was bad. I did. Um, I remember going out to a restaurant that was, you know, flouting the rules and was going to stay open and sitting there and hearing the people in the room saying, "Well, this is a violation of my Fifth Amendment and my, you know," and people were 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 honestly 
upset about the idea of COVID lockdowns. And I thought, hey, this is the moment. But no, most people just went along with it. You can't go along with this one, people. You can't. Dean in California, line one, welcome to the show. Hi, Peter. Thank you uh, for taking the call. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, I am. Um, I think we're all just witnessing the the uh, the downfall. The this fire. I called it circling the drain with a text the other day, and <clears throat> I don't think we're we're too far from some kind of inflection point. It, it seems uh, we, we've got half the country that that. Uh, that thinks that uh, watching CNN and ABC and CBS are getting a straight story, and the other half of us know that they're not. <laughs> and it seems that they're so hard to wake up, but if, in fact, they aren't waking up by now, I think it's just a lost cause. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to end up at each other's throats, and that's exactly what they want. They've, they've wanted this for centuries you know they they really have they've been in control for so long and i always like to say that if you can control the money supply uh of of any country uh then you own that country theoretically and it's it's like the old uh there's some kind of an island analogy where if you owned the money supply on an island with 100 people on it after a while you pretty much own 100 people and, uh, right. you know, that's where we're going. Uh, we're, we're, we've been so controlled so long and without any voice that we've ended up in this situation where uh, people are basically on the take. I mean, everybody's got their price. So, of course, these news critters are going to start parroting whatever they need to parrot to bring home the paycheck that it takes to live in that multi-million dollar house that they bought. And they got to keep up with those payments and... You know, and it's just like everybody has their price, and we've been sold out. We've been set up as a nation. A lot of people fell for the last setup, but I hope that they have enough uh, realization that they have been set up so many times by a government that says it cares over and over and over, but it obviously shows through its actions government that it doesn't. Your government hates you. Yes. Yeah. And maybe they don't hate you, but they certainly don't give a rat's behind about you. I was really hopeful that 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 COVID was going to be the wake up moment. I was really hopeful that once the lockdown started, and once the mask mandates, and then the vaccine mandates, and the vaccine passports, I was really hopeful. That that would be, you know, the iron fist of government enough to wake up a, a few people, enough people to make a difference. It woke up a yeah. few. This, yeah, to me, is is far worse than what happened to COVID, even though it's happening to a much smaller group of people. This is is these people, the the judges, the corrections officers, everybody involved from the from from the people working in the mess at the DC jail. All the, the attorneys all the way through, the judges that are doing it, and the DOJ that's allowing it, and everybody in, in Congress who isn't standing there screaming at the jail every day, allowing this to happen, they might as well just take the Constitution and wipe their butts with it. 
because right? they have, it, it, like, they have, they, they're completely ignoring at least three of our God-given rights, and nobody well, seems you know, to care. Uh, yeah, well, you know, what I, what I uh, just thought of, just as you were saying that, is the Milgram experiment, the Stanford Milgram oh, experiment. Yeah. Yeah. And any kind of operant conditioning that we've all been put through, pretty much. I mean, I can remember the day GFK died, and I was only four years old. Or actually, no, I was five. But I was just barely five. And I remember thinking to myself, how can you kill a president? It, you, can't, you can't kill a president. And I remember just thinking like that. And then shortly after that, we had the Berkeley riots. And I live here in the Bay Area, and it's just been... It's been a horrendous progression of events ever since, you know, I was about that old. I think I remember uh, coming home and seeing my mother beside herself, uh, walking home from kindergarten with my older brother who was in first grade. And I, I was I immediately started crying, too, because I didn't know what was upsetting my mother so much. Yeah, but you knew something was wrong, didn't you, Dean? Hey, thanks for the call. Stick around Welcome. past the break. The next half hour, I bet we're going to, I have an intention to bring up the, uh, the, the L.A. riots in the conversation with Scott coming up right after this break. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. By the creators of Venezuelan Dream Vacations and Chernobyl Tropical Tours. Liberal Ideas LLC is proud to present the Ukrainian Adventure Vacation. This package features an all-inclusive stay in a mostly radiation-free, bombed-out, rustic, turn-of-the-century hostel. Your package includes sparkling bottled water and authentic survivalist-style ready-to-eat meals that are sure to get you in the spirit of this adventure. Each room comes equipped with two U.S.-donated AR-15 weapons of war and a case of ammo, along with two shoulder-fired Stinger missiles. And you can play your very own live-action game of Frogger with Russian tanks. Don't miss out on this incredible adventure vacation. Book yours today. Vacation with a purpose. Save the Ukraine. Visit LLC.com right now. Book today. The first 500 guests receive their very own Build Back Better Pride Camo. Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. I don't know. At the top of the hour, we've got uh, Michael Bolinton from AddingContext.com is going to uh, to join our our conversation to talk about the uh, 
the two private organizations that basically run our government and you know that's that's what we talk about anyway that's what he's doing. but right now we've got the scott thompson from right to bear insurance protect with bear.com well welcome to the program sir thank you for having me how are you this evening fan freaking tastic hey, look i made a new graphic for you oh i like it i like the qr code yeah, a little QR code on the screen if you're watching in the video. Take your phone, click a little scan of that. Take you right to Right to Bear Insurance. And if you own firearms, you need to use Right to Bear Insurance. It is by far the most uh, affordable concealed carry insurance on the market today. Absolutely. So, lots going on in the gun world right now, isn't there? There sure is. Seems like the, the ATF uh, keeps digging their their hole deeper and deeper the further they go yeah that's well let's let's start with there what about what the the i think uh bump stocks right so during the obama administration the atf said um we don't have the authority to uh to regulate um uh, uh accessories right and then you had, uh, you know, lunatic in, in uh, Las Vegas use a bump stock to shoot a whole bunch of people. And then the Trump administration comes along. And now the ATF all of a sudden has the authority to regulate an accessory. And they made the bump stock illegal. And since then, it has, uh, well, it's been in many many court battles but just uh, let's see here january 6th the fifth circuit court of, court of appeals struck down the ban in a 13 to 3 vote yeah it's pretty significant it's it wasn't even close no and, and it almost makes you wonder what the three who didn't go along with this what what their thoughts were um, that. yeah exactly exactly um, and as, as you pointed out in our discussions previously, the ATF did have an opportunity to appeal this. Um, and that opportunity ended last week. Right. So I, I think they understood and realized at that point that that was a losing battle. Right. Um, so, so last week, the, the window when, you know, whenever you go to federal court, you've, you've got a certain, I think it's 30 days to appeal the decision to the Supreme court and their 30 days ended last week, like you just said. So the ATF realized it was a losing battle for whatever reason. They realized it was a losing battle and did not appeal to the Supreme Court. So the bump stock is legal again. And within minutes, three states started selling them again. Yes. And, but the, the thing that some people forget is there are real people that were affected by this original ruling. Um, not not just uh, by by very small account, the ATF did admit that before the ban went into place, from the announcement of the ban till the ban, there were 584 individuals who turned in um, their bump stocks, which bump stocks average 120 to 300 dollars. That's money they're never getting back. Um, but they also noted that there was a, a company that made bump stocks that they they destroyed 60 thousand bump stocks so that they wouldn't be in possession of, of these illegal items how does that affect not just the owner of the company 
But how many employees were affected by all of a sudden, if you look at it, you know, 60,000 bump stocks times, you know, average $200 price, that's over a million dollars. That a small business is not designed to to really handle that. Um, I'm sure people lost their jobs over that one decision that now we realize or we find, which some of us knew all along, was unconstitutional. So so what's the recourse for... You know, Joe Schmo, private citizen who didn't want to become a felon and turned in their bump stock to to uh, the local FBI station or wherever they turned him into. What, what's their recourse now? That basically the government just stole a bump a, 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 a bump stock from them. Yes, unfortunately, there is no recourse, and that was part of also the the claim. You know, whenever you look at any time the government takes something from the citizens, um, and typically we see that with eminent domain, mm-hmm. usually there's remuneration for it. You, right. If, if you lose this, we're going to pay you what it's worth. Oh, but, they, it, but it was illegal. So they were just confiscating something illegal. Right. And it's interesting that after they lost this case is when the pistol brace ban uh-huh. came out and, and the, the final rule on the pistol brace. And and essentially the pistol brace ban is the same thing as right. the bunch of except here's what they're trying from what I've seen. And I'm also an FFL, so I was on some of the phone calls with the attorneys. Is they said, you know what, we can't, we can't um, monitor accessories. We can't do anything about accessories. If it's just an accessory, then we can't do anything about it. But the minute you put it on a gun, that gun now becomes the gun, and we can we can make laws and rules against that gun. And so I, I wish I was joking. One of the Lawyers, I'm presuming they were ATF lawyers on the call giving guidance, suggested that if you don't want to turn it in, what you need to do is take it off. And if you keep your... I'm sorry? And never put it on again. Well, not only never put it on, but he said you don't want to get caught having it even close because constructive possession. So he said, this was this were his words, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit. If you keep your pistol in your sock drawer... Put the brace in your underwear drawer and you'll be fine. But if you put the brace in your sock, in your underwear drawer also, then you're in trouble. And if that's the guidance we have when it comes to guns, <laughs> I think we're losing. Yeah, I I'm, I'm actually right now searching there. I saw this one video one time. It was freaking hilarious. It showed images of uh, from the ATF um, of, you know, this is a rifle, but then this is a pistol and this is a short barreled rifle and this is a pistol <laughs> and, and and you couldn't see the difference like no. it looked like the two images of the same gun and they're like well this one is a short barreled rifle but this right. one is a handgun and their rules are just like tax law there's so many rules it's freaking ridiculous it's too easy to get caught up in it well and when you say their rules and it's very important to remember that it is just a rule and and that's that's what was attacked on the bump stock, and I think what's going to be highly attacked on on the the pistol brace rule as well is that if Congress intends to make a law, Congress will make a law, and the ATF does not have authority to make a rule that essentially acts as a law. Because when we say a rule, most times a rule you don't have prison as a punishment. Um, that's a law. You know, a rule is, you know, you live in an HOA and you can't use the pool after 10. And if you do, you know, they, they send you a $10 fine. This rule 
We'll no, put you in prison for 10 years. Did you find yeah. it? I think so. Let me... Uh, do, 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 that one? No, not that one. That one. <clears throat> Special thanks to the NRA for letting us do this. You know, we couldn't do our jobs without them doing their jobs, and they do a great job of supporting us, and... They always have, and so we really like them, and we appreciate them uh, bringing you all here to, to listen to our speech. How long is All right, so first off, we're the ATF, and we're going to be explaining how simple gun laws are. Click. What you are going to be learning in this presentation is, one, why are gun owners such crybabies? <laughs> the law isn't hard. You're just not believing hard enough. Get harder with me, Agent Richard Bizet. All right, first slide here. Click. We're going to talk about pistols. Look at that. It's very simple. It's a pistol. Everybody knows what a pistol is, and that's a pistol. Click. Look at this. This isn't a pistol. This is an AOW. I see that it kind of looks like a pistol, but it's it's clearly not a pistol. Click. Um, who made this PowerPoint? Uh, that that's a pistol. Also a pistol. <laughs> if you're listening on the radio, for that you one. gotta go Click. back and find this. Because these images right. are hilarious. Um, let's go back. Click. Okay, so this one's a pistol. Next. Click. This one's a rifle, apparently. This is a rifle. Oh, because it has a stock. It's got a shoulder thing in the back there. So this one's a rifle. Uh, let's, let's just move on. Next. All right, so here we got a rifle. As you can see, everything's in there. It's a 14-inch, 14-and-a-half-inch barrel that's been pinned to 16. Got a nice banana clip. Perfect rifle. Click. Well, th this looks like the same. What's different here? <laughs> All right, this is an SBR. This is illegal. You'll go straight to jail for this one. <laughs> Pay your $200 tax stamp or go straight to jail. It looks exactly Hold on, we're going to go back again and see the difference between this one and the, the previous one. Click. All right, so this one's a rifle. Click. This one's an SBR. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next. This one's a pistol. All right, let's go it back. It looks like Click. the last two. It, it's hilarious. It, it's too SBR. long. I don't want to. I don't want to show the whole thing. But it, that is great. That is great. Everyone needs to go out and find that that clip. Oh yeah, it's funny stuff, and it and, and it's that's how complicated it is. Is you know, here's three pictures of three firearms that all look exactly the same. And one's yep. a pistol. One's a one's a short barrel rifle, and one's a rifle. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's how the call was too with the ATF was was well we're not sure you know people would ask questions well what if we have this can well we're not sure we're going to have to take it on a case by case basis and the problem with case by case basis is if there's an, an estimate there's ten million pistol braces in circulation in the United States so that means there's going to be there's going to necessarily potentially be ten million um, case by case basis. On that, if you walk in and you say, hey, is this a pistol or is this a short-barreled rifle? Well, if it's a pistol, you get to walk out. <laughs> but if they decide in this case by case that it's a short-barreled rifle that's unregistered, you don't get to walk out. Nope. They're going to take you somewhere. Uh, so it, it, it's it's fortunately there's, there's quite a few states. I think we're up to 25 states um, and other organizations that are now um, suing this. And a good side note to this also is – that Congress is getting involved, where Congress is is having the head of the ATF come in and explain himself 
on the record. And um, three top deputies or whatever they're called are going to be having to give um, sworn testimony as well. So that can really open things up um, to avoiding this in the future, because it's not just about winning this case. It's about not losing or not having to retry this case over and over again. We've already tried this with bump stocks. Why are we doing it again with the same uh, with with the pistol brace? Right. Um, so, but right. I did. Um, go ahead. We've got like four more things to get to. We're going to end up running out of time. So right. let's move on from bump stocks and accessories and go to constitutional carry. Yes, it's, it's now up to twenty two states, and and many more have legislation in the way. I'm in Florida. Um, the legislation is moving pretty quickly through Florida. I imagine by July 1st, it will be in Florida. Um, and constitutional carry, I think, is a good thing. It's a great positive step for uh, people to be able to exercise their rights. Now, there are still some reasons to get your concealed weapons license. Um, the, the first one that jumps to mind is reciprocity. If you travel, um, most states, that even that if they offer constitutional carry, do not allow uh, non-residents to carry uh, in their state. Um, now, that's something that I think will change over time. The Florida proposed law does say that that people from other states will be able to, as long as they meet the requirements um, at the federal level, uh, to, to, to carry. They can carry concealed without a license in Florida. But most states, you still need reciprocity. Um, so until that's resolved, there's still a reason for that. And in Florida, Florida is one of those funny states where we're very pro-gun, the gunshine state. However, um, we're one of the few states that we actually have a three-day wait um, when purchasing a gun unless you have your concealed weapons license. So oh, nice. for people in Florida, another benefit or another reason to get the concealed weapon license in Florida is, you know, like me, I'm impatient. When I go to the gun store and I pick out my toy and, uh, you know, I, I want to bring it home with me. I don't want to fill out the paperwork and have to wait three business days and come back and pick it up. Um, so with a, with a concealed weapons license in Florida, you'll be able to get it the same day. So, so that's another bonus. I thought it was pretty cool that I live in an open carry state. Um, and then, you know, if you want to conceal carry, you, you do need a permit. And, but we're a, a, a shall issue state where as long as you as long as you can legally buy a gun, you can legally get a, a concealed carry license. So, uh, you know, I, I have one, but I never well, I can't say never. I rarely conceal carry. I normally have it right out of my hip for everybody to see. Yeah. Um, but every once in a while, if I'm going someplace, I might want to stick a little one in my pocket instead of the big one on my hip. Right. But moving on, before we get to the next one, how about this? A little break. Twas the night before Christmas. The kids snuggled asleep in their beds when you heard a loud rumble like Santa and his sled. So you went downstairs to take a peek, get a look. You were confronted by this creep, a crook. He drew his weapon, but you fired first. And now this creep could take all your worth. Secure your family with right to bear insurance. Plans start at $10.95 a month with civil and criminal defense coverage options up to $2 million. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash right to bear to learn more or to sign up and start protecting what you have now. And and uh, one of the things I noticed as that was playing was uh, the right to bear insurance.com address across the bottom of the screen. You go by protect with bear. Yes. And 
I, I have my own promo code now, so you don't have to go to my website. You can just say, go to protectwithbear.com and use the promo code Lighthouse. Yes. We'll 10% yeah, off, already affordable. Yeah, make sure when you go to protectwithbear.com, as you're checking out, one of the last things is it'll ask for a promo code, put Lighthouse in there, and hit apply, and you'll get that 10% savings. That The Right to Bear Insurance is the old um, website with the old plan. I'll get the new video to you. Um, but... but Protect with Bear will get you set up. Awesome. So you had just said about uh, the uh, constitutional carry in Florida, as long as you meet the federal requirements to carry or to, to own oh. firearms, to own a firearm, you can carry in Florida. Well, there's news about those federal requirements recently. The uh, federal district court judge in Texas just overturned a law that. Uh, was restricting concealed carry permit holders to 21 and up. And this judge said, um, no, you can't do that. At 18, you're a citizen. and Yeah, it makes sense. The age of, of, of being an adult in the United States is 18. Right. So it, it makes sense. Um, I'm really surprised that this hasn't come up sooner because – um, Florida, a few years ago after the Parkland shooting, um, they actually raised the purchase age even for shotguns to 21. Um, it, it, it's Florida's good, and then they slide. It, it's an interesting, interesting thing. But I think we've got a great governor now that will will address some of these. But we shouldn't have to have a good governor uh, to address these things. I think it's great that the federal district in Texas uh, has overturn that because it'll either be challenged and then the Supreme court will do it in all of the land um, or other States will start to do it and, and it'll eventually get to the Supreme court as well. So that's great. Well, I, I've, I've often said, you know, we need this, you know, 21 to smoke or buy alcohol or in, you know, previously 21 to buy a handgun, but 18 to, you know, and buy long guns or 18 to join the military or 18 to vote is stupid. We need to have one right, one age of majority. Yep. You're an adult. You get to do all the things adults do. And that's it. Like the, the different levels is ridiculous. So how I want to see this, this 18 to 20 gap erasure that was just given by this judge in Texas for carrying a firearms or handguns. Yep. I want to see that same thing applied to alcohol and tobacco. Like, yeah, I think that it'll be, it'll be a harder challenge, but I, I agree with you. I think if, if we can do certain things at 18, but we got to wait till 21 for other things. Um, the thing that might be a little bit more challenging is thankfully we have the second amendment. And so the constitution gives us the rights to bear arms um, it's going to be harder to point to anything that says that you have a right to, to smoke or drink alcohol. Um, but it, it seems like where did 21 come from? Yeah. Somebody just pulled a number out of their butt. Right. Like 18 is the age of, of majority and, and age of, you know, being able to make decisions, but then all of a sudden, well, three more years later and they can do these other things. Right. Um, and, then, and, and then four years after that, your, your car insurance finally goes down. Right. Well, and, and then, right, and and you look at some of the other aspects of it. Is you have some people, um, 
and I, I am not a supporter of this. Personally, this has nothing to do with right to bear. But there are some people that are pushing to have voting age go down to 16. Yeah, no. Um, and so they want the voting age to go down, but they want the gun age to go up. And it's uh-huh. like, you know, they know at that age at 16, um, there's a lot of manipulation and control that can happen. Personal opinion, um, not on behalf of right to bear, but it, it scares me when they try to, to get 16 year olds to vote when, um, you know, I remember what it was like to be 16 and I should not have been voting for the future leadership of America. I can tell you that. Um, and, and neither should most of the other people. Well, somebody in our chat room here seems to think that uh, if you're carrying a gun near me, that they have a right to kill you. Well, no, you don't. You know, right. Not a threat. A gun is a tool, and uh, the threat is the person. Correct. And the threat, so, so if my gun was on my hip or if it was wherever, and he attacked me with a hammer, I would have the right to protect myself. Um, and, and that's that's going to be that way in every state. Some people are just going to um, to have that belief and be anti-gun. And he has oh. the right to his opinion. <laughs> and he says under God's natural law, he has the right to kill you because you're carrying a deadly weapon. Not that you're using the deadly weapon, just that Correct. you're carrying it. But it's people like that that made me go out and make a holster where my badge hangs off right in front of my gun so that when you see the gun, you also see the badge and you think, okay, it's not just some lunatic. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> we got a phone call. Sarah in Oregon would like to chime in. Sarah on line one, welcome to the show, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Here's a PSA for for anybody who hasn't shared the show yet or any other show on free speech platforms. Pay your dues. Share the show out. And you will be much better for it. Well, thank you very much, Sarah. I appreciate somebody other than me asking the listener to share out the show and tell everybody what you're listening to. Appreciate that. But we need to know that no kids should be voting at 16. It's dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Bye, Sarah. You brought up the voting at 16, and I thought about all the stupid things I was doing when I was 16. Yep. So we've got uh, about four-ish minutes before the break. Um, clearly, there's there's an, a bigger divide being created between the states with, with, so, with so many of them passing constitutional carry and other ones like uh, you know other states run by people like our president who, who uh, wish to ban assault weapons at every chance they get they bring it up but you had another news story that uh you want to talk about and, and real quick and and um it's kind of up in the neck of the woods uh where sarah's from it's not in oregon but it's real close there it was in washington um sean kemp who was an nba superstar for the the seattle supersonics um was arrested uh yesterday for a uh, drive uh, connection to a drive-by shooting is how it came out and now today he was supposed to have his first appearance at 1 30 it was canceled. The prosecutor said that they're not pressing any charges. And this is a, uh, even though he's not a member of right to bear, but this is a great point for right to bear um, in that he was arrested within one hour of the call where the shots were fired, which to me, I have two decades law enforcement experience. That tells me if he was arrested and booked in within an hour, um, there was a rush to judgment during this investigation by the police. 
and he probably did not give a statement um, or if he did, it might not have been a great statement on his part. Um, but then once he was able to get booked in, bond out and talk to his attorney, his attorney was able to give a, a fuller picture to the, the prosecutors and the charges were immediately dropped. And, and it, it's such a lesson for everyone. If you don't have an attorney and you have, if you carry a gun, who are you going to call if something happens? Now, Sean Kemp is a millionaire. He, he has attorneys on hand. He was able to make those calls after the fact. But with right to bear, you're going to have a, a, a 1-800 number to call and immediately talk to your attorney. Your attorney will tell you what to say, and more importantly, what not to say. You might still go to jail. If there's probable cause, you'll go there. But here's what I like to tell people. This is probable cause, and this is pr proof beyond a reasonable doubt. There's a lot of play in between there, and that's where the good attorney is going to get you out of trouble. This is a great example. He was released, um, or he was arrested within an hour, and then the charges were dropped within a day um, because it, police sometimes rush to judgment and don't do a full investigation, and his name will be cleared. Awesome. And that, that's exactly the reason to get right to bear is if, if for nothing else, you know, forget the gun replacement and all the other stuff. If nothing else, have, a, have an attorney's phone number in your phone that you can call 24 hours a day. Yep. When, when somebody breaks into your house and you shoot them in the middle of the night because they broke into your house, you can call call your attorney, then call 911. There's no law that says you have to call 911. Right. And in this situation, it was in a mall parking lot. 911 was called by a few people, I'm sure. Um, so even though we recommend calling 911 when it's safe to do so, if you call your attorney first and only, it's still going to help you out. That's and make sure when you do call, when you do go to protectwithbear.com, make sure you use Lighthouse as your promo code to get that 10%. Yeah, which is basically a free month. They're pretty close to it. What is it? It's yes. $11 yep. a month and 10% would be, you know. Yep. Yeah, it's like a free month. Yep. That's awesome. I'm and if you had a spouse or a partner, um, that 10% carries over. It, they're getting a free month, too. So it, it works out great. Awesome. Um, all right. You, all right, let, let's forget Protect with Bear for just a couple seconds and talk about your own stuff. Man, you put up a lot of videos. So thanks for noticing. Um, I made a commitment this year that I was going to do one video at least per day um, and, and put those up and see what happens. And, I, you know, I, I started the year with 22 subscribers. I just crossed 650 subscribers, um, just crossed 125,000 views. So people are liking the message and I'm going to keep trying to improve my message and, and, and keep trying to grow and help people become, uh, help law abiding citizens become confident and competent with their guns. Hey, well, send them over here. Cause you know, you've got like 300 or 400 more subscribers than I do now. Well, do, <laughs> here's what we'll do. I'll chop up some of this interview and we'll <laughs> and tell people to go see you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, Scott Thompson, protectwithbear.com the uh, the most affordable concealed carry uh, insurance on the market by far always a pleasure we'll see we'll talk to you in about a month sir sounds good thank you have a great rest of the day you too with that we're coming back in about three minutes after this commercial break we'll have michael ballington from uh, adding context.com
This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. China naming the country's next premier. The story of this Congress is the story of Xi Jinping shoring up his already considerable grip on power. And the latest step has been the appointment of the new premier. Many were surprised when Li Chiang was put into this number two position uh, in the Chinese government system. And that's because he was in charge in Shanghai during the disastrous COVID lockdown, very poorly handled. However, before that, he was known to many in business there as a reasonably good leader. BBC correspondent Stephen McDonnell, three people are dead following powerful explosions in a Georgia home. Authorities say a number of propane cylinders found in the charred remains. Investigation is underway. Also at townhall.com, Michigan Representative Bill Izenga is leading the GOP attack on the Democrats' environment, social, and governance standards for investment fund managers. We know that the decisions that are being made uh, are by, are being driven for for political reasons and for social reasons, uh, not for investment reasons. And he says he's now raising the alarm about the president's plan to allow retirement fund managers to divert investment funds to companies on the basis of progressive policies. And that really has been the traditional baseline of every single regulation that has ever come about uh, with uh, with financial planning. And the- British military officials say Russian troops have made progress in their campaign now to capture the city of Bakhmut in eastern Ukraine. More on these stories at townhall.com. Miss Prager here. I'll bet you've noticed there are food shortages happening just about everywhere. If you think it'll get worse before it gets better, don't get caught unprepared to feed your family. Prepare with Mojo50.com. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud? Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean... I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-485-3208. 800-485-3208. 800-485-3208. 
That's 800-485-3208. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395 The American dream has become a nightmare Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town Like a cancer that's silently spreading There's an unspoken fear We're on our way down We must eat Main Street to Wall Street. That's right, we must take America back. My fellow patriots and freedom fighters, it is the top of the second hour of the National Intel Report live on Republic Broadcasting Network, Liberty Lighthouse on Mojo 50 Radio and Patriot Nation Radio Network. I am your Thursday host, Peter Seraphine. Please remember that free speech is not free and support whatever free speech platform you're watching or listening to this show from. And uh, if you can support that network, do so. Donate, buy their merch, you know, visit their sponsors, all that kind of stuff. Like I promised, we have a guest joining us this second hour, Mr. Michael Ballington, who uh, he's got a pretty good show. I gotta say, I was a little surprised by it, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. Here, let's let's bring him in, so I'm just not talking about him. I can talk with him instead. Let's see here, <laughs> this one in, hide this one. How you doing tonight, Michael? I'm doing pretty well. I got to say, I listened to, uh, I don't know, about five hours of your show over the last couple wow. of days. And I was a little surprised. You're, you're, uh, well, you're pretty clearly to my left, but that's not hard to do. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm a, a, a constitutional originalist, I guess you would probably be the best way to describe me. Um, you're pretty clearly to my left. But what I really enjoyed about your show is that you don't shut anybody down. You listen. And we need a lot more of that in the world. I, I agree. Um, that That's one of the motivations for why I started my show, is just to kind of give people a chance to um, add context to topics. Um, it, it's funny, politically, I, I truly find myself more in the middle. Um, oh, although, I do. I'm not saying you're like a lefty liberal nut job. I'm just saying you're to my <laughs> left, but that's not... Um, it's not hard to do <laughs> a little more uh over the last few years it, it it just seems like i lean more to the left than i do okay. not to say that i don't lean to the left but it's just the the amount of insanity and and hypocrisy and just what no yeah just <laughs> I, right. I could come up with, and rattle off adjectives all night with, with all right so let's insanity. start here let's start with with your show adding context <laughs> Um, yes. How long ago did you start it? Where can people find it? All that kind of stuff. I want to give you this 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 moment to plug yourself because I'm really bad about getting talking and then forgetting to give you that opportunity at the end. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, let's see, we started in 2000, uh, 2020. 
Um, so we've got about 60 shows out. Uh, you find it pretty much anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, um, iHeart. I think we have it everywhere that we can possibly push it out there. Okay. And uh, you uh, also it's just a addingcontext.com? Yes. The website, um, you can check out the websites there, or the uh, episodes there. Um, send us emails or ideas, people you want me to try and get a hold to talk to, um, or just uh, any feedback that people have for the shows. Well, you reached out to me via one of these uh, fine guests' websites and said, hey, you wanted to come on the show. And I said, okay, great. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. And and uh, uh, we, we, we kind of <laughs> settled on the uh, the 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 idea that you know there's these two giant supposedly nonprofit private organizations that are basically running our government, or yeah. uh, at the very least have the appearance of running our government. Uh, well. Oh, I can't hear you anymore. All of a sudden. I don't know. You somehow muted yourself or something like that. I can't hear you. But of course, the the uh, nonprofit private organizations that we were talking about are. How about now? Hey, there you go. You're back. Of of course, the uh, you know the Demora- Democrats and Republicans, or as I refer to them, the Uniparty. Um, yeah, the I don't think people realize that the two parties are private organizations yeah. that have absolute control over the government right i I did a show a few weeks a couple months i don't know i've I've done so many i did a a show a little while back just talking about just the primary process and why is law involved why is your local state federal government involved in the primary process at all the primary process is two private organizations choosing what candidate they want to put forth why are there laws involved? Why why is it, you know, an election day? Why what I don't understand that at all. And of course it's because those two I mean, I can, have been in power for so long that they made those rules. Right. I, I, I kinda see the need for that. Um, you know, it's kind of the easiest way for them to get their groups of people to say who they want. The problem I have with it, especially like in New Jersey it's a closed primary. So me being an independent and registered as, not as a Democrat or Republican, I can't vote in that. But right. my tax money goes towards paying for those elections. Mm-hmm. In, in my opinion, if you want to have a closed election, then fine. The two parties, they have plenty of money. They can fund their own elections if, if I can't partake in it. Um, you know, the general election is obviously a different story because that's where everybody that's eligible to vote, which, again, we can get into why the two parties um, exert control over that. And, and how they completely manipulate the system. Um, but I don't have a problem with, with the government paying for the general election. No, of course not. The general election is, you know, the real election. That That right. is government. But the, the primary is, you know, that's private parties picking their candidate. And if you look right. at these, these smaller parties, like I'm a member of the Constitution Party. We choose our candidate every year through conventions. So each state right. has their state convention, and they make you know nominations, and eventually there's the national convention, and the candidate is nominated through the convention process. They're not involved in the primaries, um, and oh look, it doesn't use any any 
tax money to do. It's all paid for by the party. Right. There's a novel idea, isn't it? You would think. <laughs> Problem is, you're using you're you're employing common sense and logic, and clearly that doesn't jive with the two big parties. No, it doesn't. See, that's what. Before joining Republic Broadcasting Network, my show was called Liberty Lighthouse, and it's still called Liberty Lighthouse everywhere except Republic Broadcasting Network. Here at the Republic Broadcasting Network, I have taken over the Thursday evening host spot of the National Intel Report, the flagship program on RBN. And I'm too lazy to produce two shows in a week, so I just repackage um, the uh, National Intel Report as Liberty Lighthouse on the other networks and platforms and stuff where I am. So it's both. Um, but the Liberty Lighthouse, my tagline, the show tagline was always to be a beacon of common sense. Get it? A little play on words there. <laughs> like it. <laughs> um, I, and that's what I try to do. Yes, I'm a constitutionalist. Yes, I'm you know pretty far to the right. But I, I have had my opinions changed on a few things based having guests on the show and talking about different things. But the most important thing to me is common sense. And in the beginning of the first hour, one of the things that, that like really it just got me going like right before the show. So I talked about it and that was the release of all these, uh, the new videos from, from uh, the January 6th, whatever riot insurrection, fed surrection, whatever you want to call it. I don't know your opinions of it, and I don't care in this particular context. I have said from the beginning of this thing that the people that are in jail were railroaded. They were not given the opportunity to to uh, produce evidence. They were not. They, they've been you know, treated poorly. They uh, the the D.C. Gulag, as it's known. Um, None of those January six prisoners in the jail in D.C. have been allowed a single solitary visitor for over two years husbands haven't seen their wives even over video they they can only speak on the phone they have not seen face-to-face or in video format no visitors they spent the better part of that two years in solitary confinement because of you know covid um at least that was the excuse that was used even though the rest of the world had opened up and we were all going about our lives normally they were still kept in solitary confinement um but they but the biggest thing was like they were jailed they were denied bail even though very few of them have any criminal record whatsoever. And then they weren't allowed to put forth evidence. And now here, you know, Tucker Carlson over the last week or, so, or most of this week has been releasing little bits of video that that uh, Speaker McCarthy has, has given him access to. And all of this video that has been broadcast on Tucker Carlson's show has been showing, you know, police officers like opening doors for the protesters and giving them tours of the buildings and the office spaces. And and there was no violence anywhere. Nobody was threatened. At one point, you know, the, the QAnon shaman, the guy with the big helmet and the horns and stuff, at one point there were like nine police officers around him and there was not another single solitary person anywhere in the picture frame. So if he was a threat, they could have easily removed him, but they didn't. None of that was allowed to be shown during the during the trial, not the the attorneys haven't even seen this video. So guilty or not, we're we're stomping all over the Constitution when it comes to these January six prisoners. So I'm going to give a probably a lot of pushback on that, um, and I think part of the explanation, to my understanding, 
as to why they're being treated the way they are is the fact of what they're being charged with. Most nope. of them are, nope. most of them are being charged, charged with... <clears throat> Not a single person has been charged with an insurrection. The, the most some of them, some of them have been charged with, with sedition. Seditious conspiracy. Conspiracy, right. Right. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay. So what? They don't, they're not allowed to have visitors or they're not allowed to be in the yard or come on. You so, have the right to a speedy trial. You have the right to face your accusers. You have, you know, protections against cruel and unusual punishment. Guilty or not, you can't just throw those rights out the window. I, I agree. And, and I'm all poor people's people's rights. Um, I, I just, again, my understanding and, and what I've seen and what I've read, the reason for that is the level of severity to the charges that they had. But now, with that I, being said, I haven't seen what type of defense any of these... They haven't been allowed uh, to prove the defense. That's what I'm saying. They weren't given this evidence. Nobody was allowed. They, With the, all this video, they could have shown an, an exact clear timeline where you went from this camera to this camera and nothing's going on. You're not being violent. You're being okay. You're fine. But that wasn't allowed to be shown. Part of the problem that I have with the release of all that footage is, one, you're giving, if it's truly every camera angle of the Capitol, you've now expose some relatively secret areas that aren't I, for the sure public. Those, I'm sure those weren't released. <clears throat> well, I mean, anyway. they, the big thing is they, they pushed every, every minute from every angle, like every piece of footage was given to them. So if, if that's truly the case where they got literally everything, there's, there's issues to be brought up with that. Okay, but um, like six minutes of it has been released to the public. The rest of it was given to Tucker Carlson. He's been what showing. was broadcast live uh-huh. on the day uh-huh. was clearly an insurrection. No. Okay, let's let's back up here. Nobody, up. hold on. Nobody had the right to break, literally break in to the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. And I understand that the one of the arguments from the right is. You know, it's it's the people's building. Yes, it is a government, federal government building. However, you don't get to break in. And the the fact that they used force, literal force, to gain entry into that building is a to me. It's it's just it's it's very few things I find black and white. Okay, how many people died on that day? One at very least. No, there was four or five. One of which being a police officer. No. That is not true. Four people died that day. The police officer, Brian Sicknick, I'm assuming is the one that you're referring to, died the next day from okay, a stroke. The four he died, people died from that being day. assaulted. No, he was not assaulted, and that's proven in the videos that were just released. He wasn't anywhere near violence. He was in the back rows. The four people who died that day were Ashley Babbitt, who was shot in the head, who was an unarmed, defenseless woman crawling through a window. Who defied a lawful order okay. from a law enforcement officer. Okay. She defied a lawful order. She's stuck in a window. What's she supposed to do? She broke through a window. Right. It was, she was clearly told with a right. gun okay. trained on her to stop. So you, that doesn't give anybody the right to shoot. You cannot shoot somebody unless they pose an imminent threat to you. Okay. And, the and people that was behind the gentleman with that gun were members of Congress. 
Okay, and the people on behind her as she was crawling through the window were other cops. There they were a few cops that were that were there, and as soon as she as soon as she dropped it, people started scattering. The problem is, is she had defied numerous orders. Okay, that doesn't give you the right to shoot. As a as a retired police officer, I will never second guess the the actions of an officer. Did you see the video of her of being shot? Yeah. Yes. Where the Multiple police times. Officer, where he walked up, shot her in the head one time, and walked away. He didn't walk over and shoot her in the head. He was well, behind like a door. He shot her uh, within a couple of feet. It wasn't a point blank. It didn't. I don't recall exactly where she got. I thought she got shot in the body. No, shot not in the head. head. No, she was shot in the head. Neck, <clears throat> neck, I believe, actually. she. Either way, she should not have been crawling through the window that she broke to get through there. I agree. That doesn't and when she was, But it kind of does, because no. if somebody comes into your house and you tell them not to leave and they're using force to gain entry into your house and you feel that you are in danger because the the problem that I think the officer had was, or at least going through his, if she comes in, there are going to be many more. He's going to be overwhelmed. He didn't know where the officers were. You now have a situation where he is truly doing his job and defending everybody that's in the chamber behind him. Right. And when you have the flood of people start coming through that window, what is, he did what, what he needed rules? to do. What are the rules of firing a firearm? Know your target. Know what's behind your target. Right. What was behind his target? Other police they, officers. From the angle that he had, and this is based off of my, my training experience, the angle he had, I'm sure he felt that his line of sight was between her and behind her was the wall. Right. Anyway, I didn't want to, I didn't want to argue about this. I'm sorry. Um, four people died. Ashley Babbitt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roseanne Boyland. Have you heard about Roseanne Boyland yet? Do you know who she is? I don't know the names of some of the other people. I know somebody had a heart attack uh, from, I think, being tased. Um, there was Roseanne other... Boylan was the one that CNN said was an overdose. But there are multiple camera angles of a D.C. police officer beating her with a walking stick until she was unconscious and then continuing to beat her. I haven't and seen any of that video. And then any person who attempted to stop the beating got beat. I haven't seen that video. But that was supposed to be an, a drug overdose. And then the other two that died that day were two heart attacks that were caused by flashbang grenades thrown into the center of a crowd. Again, you're law enforcement. How do you use a flashbang? You put it in front of a group of people to get them to move back or behind the group of people to get them to move forward. You right. would never throw it in the middle of a crowd. Not that I'm aware of. But that's what happened. And, and again, the- I have, I, I've tried to find videos of things, and and I don't go to CNN. I'm not somebody that sits here and watches just right. CNN. <laughs> I, I get that, but most of the mainstream media talked about. I mean, even our even our freaking president just two or three days ago said seven police officers died that day. Zero police officers died that day. And there's not, and there's been video evidence of all of this. That was withheld for two years. In the meantime, we've got 50 people in a federal prison in D.C., 100 people in federal prisons around the country, and another 200 people on house arrest. None of all of which have been denied access to, to their 
biggest piece of evidence. And yes, there were bad people. There were people that broke windows. It, I use the term riot. I believe it was a riot. I also think that you know the, the FBI has admitted that they had they had agents in in embedded in the crowd. You know this Ray Epps character, who's the one person who's on camera saying "Go into the Capitol, go into the Capitol." He wasn't charged with anything. Like, there's a whole lot of funny about it. But there there's, was a there there's was, a, a lot of people that fingers could be pointed at for for their actions for right. for everything. It comes down to personal accountability. It comes down to the fact that all the people that have been charged, whether you want to look at it strictly as just being charged with trespassing, it comes down to the fact that they trespassed onto federal property. Okay, what about the people that firebombed the federal courthouse, which would also be federal property, out west during the riots? Oh, wait, they were all slapped on the wrist and let go. They not saying I'm not saying I agree with that. Firebombed. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with everything that went down last weekend in Atlanta either. I think that's completely absurd. Yeah, that was... Let's come back to that one, (laughs) because I really like that one. uh, I brought this up because you used the word hypocrisy. And I think, okay, firebombing of a federal courthouse, which is federal property, breaking some windows and trespassing... And, okay, maybe assaulting a couple of police officers. I don't know. I haven't seen a whole lot of that. But, but I'm willing I mean, to admit it probably happened. It was, it was pretty clear where they were, the one entrance, they were clearly beating on the officers with fire extinguishers and poles and American flags and Blue Lives Matter flags, which I don't know how much more ironic you can be. But right. Well, most of, most of the times that I've seen when that happens, when people started beating on the police is because the police were beating on somebody else. That's what I've seen. But our news media, depending on which side you are on the news media, you take that three minute clip and you, I'm only going to show the last 30 seconds when the police are getting beat, or I'm only going to show the first 30 seconds when the police are doing something wrong. Nobody wants to show the whole three minute video that shows that both sides are at fault. And, and we've got, we've got, I have, I have problems with how both, sides of the media, so to speak, frame the things to suit their narrative. And it happens with, with both sides. It happens on, on any on any topic. It, it's going to be framed to suit a narrative. Right. Rather than go back old school of, of, you know, the whole Walter Cronkite days of here's the facts and you do what you want with it. Right. Now everything has to be editorialized. It has to be opinionated. And the facts kind of fall to the wayside. That's exactly right. And that that is my problem, is just that. So, you know, it's pretty clear I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, trust or faith in um, the, the, the mainstream legacy media. They right. have, have <clears throat> clearly shown that they, uh, they have a political bias. Fox, which, you know, started out as fair and balanced and... Well, they've clearly gone to the other side. I honestly, I don't even even like phone apps, news apps that you can get on your phone that are supposed to be like neutral or or give you a bias scale or something. It's you can see it even in them. Everybody right. has bias. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. It's hard. I've written two books, and I tried really hard to keep. I, uh, all my other books are falling down. <laughs> I've written two books, and I tried really hard to to um, 
keep my political opinion out of them and just, you know, I wasn't able to do it. I right. thought I was doing it. I, you know, I done, I printed them. I, six months later, I read them and going, oh yeah, no, that guy's a right wing nut job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really difficult to do. Well, one of the other problems that I, I see kind of overarching is, is, is that it, it's the fact that it's so hard to find and, and whittle through the mud to get to where the objective truth is. Right. And when you have either, you know, CNN or Fox, I'm going to pick on Fox just because it's, it's easy these days. Um, when you have things that, that are objectively counter to what they're saying and they still push the narrative and, and I, and I'll reference the recent things that have come out from the uh, dominion suit and the text messages from Tucker to other people. The fact that he will sit there in front of a camera with a straight face, blatantly be as disingenuous as he is with the narrative that he's been pushing, but behind closed doors and in court, the statements of, well, nobody should, nobody should take uh, him seriously. Well, he's projecting himself to be an authority to millions of people and that's all they listen to is what comes out of his mouth right anybody who's listened to one source is uh gotta do something different hey it's great time we'll be back in about three minutes with michael bolenton of uh adding context have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for the number one reason we all change our health insurance is price are you paying too much for your health insurance would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you your life needs are always changing but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better it's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-940-5165. 800-940-5165. 800-940-5165. That's 800-940-5165. Why have thousands of aspiring authors teamed up with Christian Faith Publishing to publish their book? Because Christian Faith Publishing is an author-friendly publisher who understands that your labor is more than just a book. We provide authors freedom and flexibility throughout the publishing process, professional book editing, award-winning design, and some of the highest royalty structures in the publishing industry. And as always, you will retain 100% of the rights to your book. I was looking to find a company that I could trust, one that assisted in the editing process completely. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who is honest and upfront. No hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work. Christian Faith Publishing will publish, market, and sell your books in all major bookstores, online booksellers, as well as specialty Christian bookstores. Call for your free author submission kit. 800-978-4812-800-978-4812-800-978-4812. That's 800-978-4812. Hey, welcome back to the final segment of the show. With us tonight is Michael Bollington. 
from uh, addingcontext.com, the Adding Context podcast, which I really did enjoy. I I, uh, I just told you in our little private chat here, I'm really sorry about getting uh, so worked <laughs> up that, that first segment. I, I, it really, really bothers me how our lawmakers and the news media and everybody is just okay with these people spending two years in prison without visitation and without many of them spent two years in prison before they even went into a, a courtroom, right. which is completely against the rules. I don't care what they did. That can't happen. I mean, I, they could, as far as I'm concerned, they could walk up in front of news cameras and shoot people and they shouldn't spend two years in jail before they go in front of a judge and, and never be able to see their families again and all that kind of stuff. It's, due process it exists for a reason and as a retired police officer you know there are rules and the rules is you know that's what makes us american really i mean yeah uh, the rules also according to uh jefferson should have been kind of revisited every 19 years which something that we haven't done (laughs) right and and, okay so here i i said at the start of the show that i'm a constitutional originalist and and here's why i i taken that there is an amendment process. And when something big enough happens that the Constitution needs to be amended, it should be amended. And what we have now is two private organizations that are running our government and just ignoring the Constitution when they want to. Right. And, uh, you know, it, and that's both parties. It, it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. I mean, they do it for different reasons. I, right. I, I often give the example of one of my favorite presidents which was ronald reagan um he used federal highway you know federal department of transportation money to extort the states to raise the drinking age to 21 because he recognized that hey it's not in the constitution the federal government has no jurisdiction over what the drinking age is so i'm just going to extort and say hey look unless you raise your drinking age you're not going to get all this money next year and oh, look, oh, lo and behold, all of the states raised their drinking age to 21. Right. But then, you know, a year and a half-ish ago, um, Joe Biden stands at a podium and says, you know, all of my constitutional experts are telling me that we do not have the authority to extend this, uh, was the eviction moratorium. But we're going to do it anyway. So you're going to admit in front of cameras that you're doing something against the Constitution. To me, that's like immediate impeachment well you have you you have people who are in positions of power in congress who clearly don't understand or haven't really read the constitution right or they read and, it in high school which was like 80 years ago well some of them are a little more recently out of high school for one reason or another <laughs> Um, and I'm going to pick on, on two of them because they're some of the most vocal, but you, you have Lauren Boebert who literally in a pulpit was on a rant saying that there's never is, there was never such a thing of, of, uh, separation of church and state that it's not in the constitution anywhere. This is, I listened to your show about this and this is a, a good, a good debate to have. And, and, you know, you know, everybody who's listening to this program knows that the First Amendment says that the the the, uh, the establishment cause the the government can't make a national official, right? And then you know, a few years later, the I think it was a, a letter from Jefferson to Adams that talked about the wall of separation. Um, 
but that's not in the Constitution. One of the listeners of this program, because I made the argument that the Constitution was not a Christian document, that right. that it was you know morally based and you know loosely based on Christian ideals, but it wasn't necessarily a Christian document. One of the listeners of this show called in and said, "Read the signature. Go to the last page of the Constitution and read the date line where the signatures are." And it says, "On the on." September, this day, September 17th, year of our Lord, 1787. And I'll be damned, Christians are the only ones that do that. Christians are the only one that's a year of our Lord. And that really made me question the whole Christian document thing. That's but I, one, one word out of the entirety of the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the preamble, everything that we base our, yeah, our country on. No, 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 no. You can't say that because it says it's, it starts out with your rights come from God. Now, not necessarily a Christian God. I'll give you that. They were Freemasons as well. And being yeah. a Freemason, it, you know, it's, it's a, just a belief in a higher power. Right, in a higher power, which, which was always my argument as why it wasn't a Christian document, that it was, you know. Um, they were more deists than they were Christian, though. And they weren't more. There were deists. There were Christians. There was like uh, like um, George Washington was clearly Christian, but he went to all different kinds of churches. He didn't, mm-hmm. you know, every town he went to, he went to whatever church was there. He, he right. didn't specifically go to, I don't know what was around back then. But you've had the, the framers, because people keep on saying, people re- refer back to, well, you know, what was the intent and what were the, the founders thinking? Some of them have been very vocal about what they were thinking, specifically mm-hmm. about separation of church and state, and how it is clearly a necessity about keeping the two separate. Mm-hmm. And clearly we have people now in, in government who don't understand the necessity of that and are, are, you know, another one is pushing for literally Christian nationalism, which is not the same thing as patriotism. And I think she's conflating the two, and I don't know if she's smart enough to realize that there's a difference between patriotism and nationalism. I um, I don't know. I th- regardless whether they're Christian morals or not, I think I think the lack of morals in our society today is is the the core of our downfall. And um, as you've probably heard me say a lot of times, a, a lot of the the nonsense that goes on and a lot of the bad things that happen to me boils down on a lack of respect and seeing each other as humans. Right. I completely agree with that. And that's what I liked about your show. Um, I, I was yelling at, you know, I had earbuds in listening to your show when you had the constitutional lawyer on and, and I'm thinking, you know, he's, he, specifically said there was nothing in the in the constitution about you know christianity and that's when i i was like the year of our lord there is you can't ignore it just because it only happens once you have to you know you have to at least acknowledge that it's there right and i had i had never acknowledged it until a, a listener called in and said that to me speaking of which this is a live call-in show did i tell you that no oh yeah you want to take some calls sure all right phone line are open folks five one two two four eight eight two five two Eight hundred three one three nine four four three to uh, talk with Michael Bolinton from uh, the Adding Context podcast, which is honestly it, it is a good show. I, I do enjoy it. I'm not just saying that because you're you know here with me. Um, 
so back to the two party thing. The two party thing has has bled over into the media. And as I said right when we went to the last break, anybody who who gets all of their news from one source is is poorly informed. Um, both sides are doing what they do. They they both choose their narrative. And it's funny you you were picking on you know Tucker and the Dominion thing, which honestly I don't even know anything about that one. But but right now what's going on is you know Tucker's releasing this video like two minutes at a time, and and the people on the other side, the other media networks are are personally attacking Tucker for destroying the narrative or making light of the insurrection or whatever, rather than attacking the evidence, the video that he's putting forth. Which but he's, he seems to be cherry picking things deliberately to to. But that's, exactly what, but that's exactly what the January Sixth Commission did when they when they put forth all of their stuff. They they cherry picked exactly what they wanted to show to get Trump. But there's a difference between trying to get people to see the reality of what occurred, because by definition, <laughs> it was an insurrection. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. Nobody was trying to throw to overthrow the government. At worst, they were trying to obstruct a proceeding, which is not an insurrection. It is a, but the definition of an insurrection is a violent uprising against authority or government. Doesn't mean you're trying to overthrow it. It just means a violent uprising. Okay, so exactly what, was, what happened? Okay, okay, let's take that. What about the uh, three months of violent protests all over the country? that were called mostly peaceful by the left side of the media. And they were, uh, they were riots. They were, they were violent riots, some of which occurred on federal things and then, and people should have been held accountable, but that's the other thing. People aren't held accountable anymore. But except for these guys, these guys, it's, it's, it's almost like they, all of the people. It's easy, but there's a different set of resources available. So with the, the, and, and this is, I'm not saying that this is right. But when you're in the capital, there's technology that can track who you are. There's a much greater resources on a federal level to find people than there are on a state level but, to find but, out who was involved and, and where these things are. But they can't find the guy who supposedly planted the two fake pipe bombs that never went off, even though they've got him on multiple camera angles at multiple places. <laughs> and in, in one of them, he's he's looking at a cell phone. So, you know, he had a cell phone. You couldn't triangulate that. The presumption is that the person is male. Why? I, I've seen body mechanics and, and seeing how people move. And, and there's there's some some a good argument to be made that it's it's not a, a male that did it. And why the person is still walking out and, and is beyond me. Yeah, right. They did for whatever reason. They didn't want to get that person. They didn't. It comes it comes down to people not being held accountable. Yeah. On, on both sides. Agreed. The January six people are all being held accountable to an extreme to the point where we're, you know, ignoring some of their rights. But we have a phone call. So let's go to Pat. Pat in Fort Worth on line one. Welcome to the show, Pat. Hi, Peter. And uh, I wanted Hi. to refer you to a book called God and Country by William J. Fetterman. He gave it to me one like time. Uh, you don't like him. But anyway, no, I don't. Or, I, I don't like the name Fetterman right now. 
Okay, I'm sorry. He's written a whole lot of books. Even his wife wrote a book about his book. He's amazing. Uh, But anyway, uh, it's 400 pages of quotes of the Founding Fathers. And after you read that, you won't have to worry about whether they were a Christian or not. Okay. Because I think, if I remember correctly, Pat was the one who pointed out the uh, year of our Lord thing at the at the signing of the Constitution. What, that was you, wasn't it, Pat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I see, I remember this really well because I wasn't at the convention. I, I just go afterwards to see what I could buy, T-shirt, whatever. You know. And uh, he was there, and he recognized me from being on the radio. My voice. And uh, he get, he handed me the book, and I said, well, <clears throat> thank you. I should have had him sign it. Uh, but uh, I tried to send him uh, the uh, $40 for it, but it just came back. So it, it was really weird. Uh, so what was the book again, Pat? God, God and Country. You see, Reagan's motto was God, Home, and Country. But I think it was called God, uh, God and Country. Uh, William J. F.E.D. I like quoting our family fathers. I didn't look it up. I just decided I better call in because uh, <clears throat> there's any doubt uh, that this country was founded on by Christians. I mean, I know DS, 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 but you know what? Uh, uh, and I know, uh, I, I, I know that uh, they. They were uh, some of the Masons, uh, but every, every, you know, a lot of people are Masons. They don't know that when they get up to that 32nd thing or whatever it is, they have to worship the devil. <laughs> they don't know that. You know, they just, it's just a club. Well, I think George Washington was one of the most uh, incredible people to ever walk the planet, and he was a Mason, so they can't be all bad. That's what I'm trying to say, that that that's why people are saying uh, they weren't Christian. All right, Pat. I got calls lighted up, piling up behind you. Thank you very much for calling in. Thank you, Peter. Bye. And I do love to quote our founding fathers, so I will be looking up that book. A book of of nothing but quotes, and I got to get in that one. And I can Uh, chime in about the Masons. I know a number of 32nd degree Masons, and there's nothing about Satanism in there. <laughs> and, and I can chime in on deist thing. I consider myself mostly a deist. I I, uh, I believe in God. I believe you know an Almighty Creator. I don't. I don't, I'm not sure. I believe the Christ story. So I guess I, I don't. And, and I don't. I don't uh, take any issue with with the religious belief of our founding fathers. I just think that there's a clear delineation between their beliefs in in the higher power and and what they were trying to build. And, and uh, yeah, I, I think the, uh, I don't know, I thought the, the First Amendment was pretty clear that basically they didn't want a, you know, the Church of England. They didn't, right. they didn't want a federally mandated church. And that's, ex- that's exactly what it says. I actually had somebody, uh, oh. I was going to say, moving on to Dave in the thumb of Michigan. Line three, welcome to the show, Dave. Hey, Peter. Uh, I got a take issue with your uh, with your guests there um a violent uprising you've got to be kidding me uh you know what <laughs> that that's either your you know your cop training you know lying to you 
because there was no violent insurrection. And Ashley Babbitt, she didn't break that window. That window was broken. She was might have been climbing through. And if that gives, if a just because you're a cop and you tell somebody not to do something, you think you got the right to shoot them and kill them? You got to be freaking kidding me. You should be in prison. Those <laughs> men and women that are in Washington D.C. for insurrection, none of them were charged with insurrection. They got misdemeanors. It's a joke. This frickin' country has gone down the tubes, and if Americans were smart, they would have overthrown the government on January 6th because it's a bunch of damn criminals there, and they're not even a government. They're a frickin' business. It's a corporation. Ask frickin' uh, Dun and Bradstreet. Peter, thank you, but I don't like to listen to this guy anymore. I yield. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Dave. I'll agree with him that it is... Uh... A bunch of criminals in D.C. <laughs> I, I was going to say I actually agree with him with that. There's there are clearly many people who shouldn't be there. I, I, <clears> I kind of run like a mafia. I, I was just going to say I had a guy on the show once. His name uh, uh, it's escaping. Uh, Michael Franzies. Michael Franzies was his name. He was a former mafia boss who uh, went to prison and and uh, happened to be in prison when Giuliani like well he was one of the first people Giuliani put in jail when when the crackdown in in, in uh, New York happened. By the time he got out of prison, uh, the mob was basically gone, and he, you know, decided to go straight. Uh, he wrote a book called Mafia Democracy, and he parallels how our government, especially at the federal level, but all levels, um, operate more like the mob than they do a representative government. Well, when they look at you know who they're going to put as the forefront of their particular party through their whole primary thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of time it's, well, they did their time. They, 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 yeah. you know, and, and I'll use Hillary as a perfect example. She did her time. Mm -hmm. so she should have been given it. And when it came out that the DNC completely basically ignored the will of the voters, as they always talk about, it's the will of the voters. Yeah. Um, they had an opportunity to kind of step back and go, okay, we screwed up. Bernie clearly should have won. He should be getting a nominee. They kind of just said, oh, well. Eh, too late now. Yeah. She did her, she, she's put her time in. And the other mm -hmm. thing that, that I'm going to pick on the Republican Party now, they, just because they did it pretty big in this last primary go-round, the, the Republican Party was supporting specific primary candidates rather than supporting the winner of the primary. So. Right. The, the party shouldn't be involved in we the people choosing who we want to represent us. They should be involved with funding the person after we tell them who to fund. Well, the funding in and of itself, you know, to, to refer back to the, the last caller, um, I might say something he might like. If you want to get the criminals out of Congress, you need to get rid of the ability, the dark money to come in there for, for the oh, yeah. private, for the, you know, all these private donations that aren't tracked that are every donating imbalance. Yep. It, well, it truly thing. needs <clears throat> what was the uh what's the Supreme Court case that gave uh, corporations the right to donate? Um Citizens United. Citizens United, right. Okay, so I get it. Corporations, lobby groups, business owners, they should they should be allowed to contribute because it does affect them. However, my contributions to a political candidate are capped. There's right. 
wait, I'm a citizen. I, I should have more. We as citizens should have more say than businesses. Right. If, My I, thought process to fixing that is as far as campaign finance reform is make every election federally funded. And if you want to, as a private citizen or a private organization or a business, whatever, donate to that, then whatever amount of money comes in as a donation is offset yeah. by that. You're still contributing to the process. You're still, you know, your free speech of, of using your money for your free speech. But if you're running for president, you get $200,000 and I'm just throwing numbers out there. It's not like I've done any research, but you get $200,000. That's it. If you're running for a state level position, you get $50,000. That's all you get. That's kind of how England is, does it, isn't it? Like you can give as much money you want to the party, but the party can only give X number of dollars to individual candidates. Candidates. Right. Yeah. And until you get people, I mean, reading Washington's farewell address, as you might've heard when I was, I love his farewell address. Um, he literally painted the picture of what we're going through right now, especially of, of Trump. And, and the foreign entanglements. Right. The he, foreign entanglements, uh, party politics. Uh, he, he nailed it. It was yeah. scary. Scary how, how, how pinpoint he got. Yeah. <clears throat> Andrea in Oklahoma, line five. Welcome to the show. What do you got for us tonight, Andrea? Well, um, I have a, a lot, but uh, if the only problem with what your guest is suggesting is everything would have to go through Congress and be voted on, other, and they're never going to vote on anything like that because they're exactly. going to keep control and power as much as they can under their thumb. They have become the enemy, and and if on those tapes... Uh, Nancy Pelosi had given the word for the Capitol Police to allow the buses to come in with Antifa. And, and those people came in and put on Trump outfits like they were a part of the rally that was there to uphold our president that was actually voted in, and it was stolen by a Biden that's not supposed to be there. And everything that's resulted from that event of the stealing of our government is, is the illegals coming across the border in the millions, and our country is going not to its knees, but we're being ground into the ground uh, with our cattle being uh, executed and put in, uh, in big ditches and the chickens and the eggs and along with everything else, our gas going up, the prices of everything going up. They have declared war. But the, the part of this was we listened for four years of lies on the media that uh, Trump was with Russia, 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 Russia. And, and they have made it a point that the media, along with our, crush, our, our Congress, are just need to be hung for treason. How dare any company like the media, all the media, be in lockstep to take this country down? And now Biden is over in Europe to sign a contract with the WHO, the Pandemic Treaty, which... If it goes and he signs it, he signed away our government, Mr. Police Officer. Yeah. I want him arrested. Can we do that? Can we go arrest these people for taking our country to to the ground 
that they have these people in classrooms that tell the the children that their parents have no control over how they're going to be taught that they're playing with butt plugs and and all sorts of sexual items in in the classrooms and when the teachers i mean and the parents collide and because the the parents don't want their children to be exposed to such things and heaven knows what that's going to turn into as they grow up uh, excuse me this government is so corrupt. Anybody that's trying to defend their house from people coming in and, and almost getting killed, and then they're the bad guys. Everything's messed up with this country. Can you not see it? Can you think, not take a look at those tanks with a fresh look and know that we have been cheated, lied to, and... and uh, a, if you took the COVID shot, it's a death shot. All my relatives took it. That is because the media is still endorsing it. The lies, we get nothing but lies. We all need well, to Andrea, gather and unite together and stop this, this insanity of what's happening I to agree. our and country. I agree, and I think what we need... Okay, Andrea. Thank you much. I think Bye. it's... It, thank you for your call. I think the part, the, the fact that, you know, Michael and I, we're, we, we don't agree politically on many things, but we both agree that the government's corrupt, campaign finance is wrong, and that, well, our, our government is clearly not following the Constitution that, that was put out to frame it. Right. You don't have to be a, a right-wing extremist to see those things if you even try to look. Um, I think one of the things that kind of got us to where we are is the whole use of the war rhetoric and, and war metaphors within the government. Because I, yeah. once, once you start equating, you know, a war on drugs, a war on this, a war on that, it slowly chips away at the humanity aspect. And, right. and now we're so far into it where on when it comes to politics, if if I'm not on your side, I'm seen as the enemy. Well, you are. I'm no, I'm no longer human. And, right. and on both sides, you know, you can Pick have, it. you can agree with somebody on nine out of 10 things, but the instant you disagree with one thing, you're now the enemy. Forget about the fact that we agree on nine things before we're on, you know, in step. But this one little thing I might have a slightly different perspective on. I'm now the enemy. Until All right, we, we got less than a minute. One, one quick, one more time. Where do we find you, Michael? Uh, AddingContext.com, anywhere you listen to uh, podcasts or get your podcast. I appreciate the late years and just uh, another perspective of things is all I try and push out. And I, I greatly appreciate what you do, even though I don't, I, I Clearly, we don't agree on everything, <laughs> but I appreciate that you put it out in a way that you can listen to, and it's not argumentative. Really sorry that I got argumentative with you at the beginning. I'm very passionate about protecting our rights. And, I have no problem with that. And and there are, <laughs> as far as I see it, 200 people that have been denied the right to due process, denied their speedy trial. They're being treated with, with you know cruel and unusual punishments as defined by our Constitution. And... And our government, who's supposed to protect our rights, isn't doing anything about it. I think if, if we can get back, 
If you're listening live on Republic Broadcasting Network, stay tuned for Edge of Darkness with Jeffrey Bennett. Thank you to our guests for joining us this evening. Thank you to Mike, my producer. Couldn't do the show without you. Thank you to the listeners. You're why we do the show. Until next week, protect your liberties. Once they're gone, there's no getting them back. God bless America. is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.